Good morning, Terry Saul. Amanda Smith. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good. So I'm going to continue. Good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so the airlines that we touched on, they actually, it says that the... Oh, we talked about them yesterday. Yes. So I just got another piece of information um, that came in or that I just didn't fully read to shout out. But the agreement requires that at least two flights per week, they have to be full. Uh, and that, Okay, let me start over. The airlines has a guarantee that it will be paid even if the flights aren't full. The airlines agreements with the city include min- minimum revenue guarantees, which will pay the airlines if the flights fail to meet their revenue targets during the first two years of operation. Hmm. So the minimum revenue expected range is from twenty to 30000 per round-trip flight, with the Phoenix flights generating the most. Um, and it looks like the funds... Phoenix? They're going to Phoenix, too? I guess so. I thought it was just Vegas and uh, L.A. No, I guess not. Huh. The airline would bill the city on a monthly basis to make up the difference between the target and achieved revenue, which varies based on flight location. Mm-hmm. The funds for payments would come from... Um, Looks like a three quarter of a million dollar federal grant and a $350,000 grant from Travel Salem, which would be pulled potentially, meaning that every 10000 owed to the federal grant would pay 7000 and the local grant would pay 3000 Okay. So I thought I'd throw that out there. Well, that's going to be. I didn't have enough time yesterday. I, 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 hope that, I hope that Salem will support it because, I mean, it's. it's Especially for those of us that that fly to Vegas and fly to L.A., uh, driving to Portland is such a a, a bear. Oh, gosh. Portland is just a dirty place in general. You don't want to go. So if we can get up there and and go to Salem Airport and and jump on a plane there and Mm -hmm. take off, then... Like I said, I'm not big on flying whatsoever, but if... And I'm right in the middle. I'm Wilsonville, so Salem or Portland. I would most definitely choose Salem all day, every day over Portland. Sure, sure. I mean, you can get in and get out a lot quicker in in Salem than you could in Portland. So that'll be Mm -hmm. fun. That'll be a lot of fun. And and I hope that, uh, again, that Salem uh, supports this thing. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. Dan Bongino is up next. We'll be back in just about 30 minutes or so with more. You're listening to us on KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1228. Thursday morning, Terry Solomon and Smith on my way in this morning. I drove by the fairgrounds. Tomorrow's the big day. And I just, just wanted to make sure that they weren't, like, having any cotton candy sales early. Okay. So I went by there this morning, but they're not. They asked me to leave the property. <laughs> so please come back tomorrow and buy a ticket, will you? So tomorrow, of course, the fair kicks off. And uh, tomorrow night, Platinum Selling Rock Gods Bush will be performing on the main stage there. Uh, of course, the Beach Boys are coming in there on Tuesday, the 29th as well as a lot of other great shows. Chris Jansen's going to be there on Monday, September the 4th. So the fair starts tomorrow. Okay. That's a big day. It is for me. All right. So I've got, um, so it looks like there's 40 miniature homes lined in a shaded parking lot off of Portland Road in Northeast Salem. The shelters have colorful painted doors, sporting bumblebees, bright flowers, and peacock flowers. Feathers, geez, Louise. Outside is a dozen kids running back and forth with sprinklers and pushing scooters lined up for ice cream while their parents chat at a picnic table. The micro shelters, uh, village for families run by Salem's nonprofit Church on the Park, is one of two city funded sites that have operated in Salem for about two years, providing hundreds of adults and families with temporary shelter. 
Data obtained by a Salem reporter shows that over the past year, the shelter has sent 82% of families and 56% of adults to better destinations, which could, could include permanent housing, transitional housing, inpatient treatment, detox, or other care facilities. Yet the future of Salem's micro shelters is up in the air as they only have enough to go th- funding to go through June 30th of 2024. A new city wage tax intended to fund their continued operations will head to voters uh, in November. So this must be what that money was going to go towards for that tax that we were all going right. to pay about $509 a month for, right. or I mean a year for was for these. So I've seen that shelter home on Portland Road. Um, I haven't yet. I, unless I'm thinking of a different one, are we about out of time? No. Unless we have, unless I'm thinking of a different one, there's one right there on Portland Road. I don't know if there's another, but it looked like a bum camp. It looked like it was pretty run down, no kids. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a low barrier shelter, which means that you're allowed to be using drugs while you're using those services. So Hmm. um, kind of interesting that that in particular is what the city tax was going to go to. But luckily, we got the enough signatures to then turn it to the voters. Because I know that <laughs> all of my money that I'm already being taxed for goes to helping to contribute to the homelessness. Um, Jeff Krupp's actually diving into the finances behind it and the money trail of how much the homeless is actually getting. And it's astronomical. I'm not willing to give any more of my money to go towards the homeless. Not that I really have a say on that because they tax the crap out of me anyways, but I'm not, I don't feel comfortable giving more as I struggle through life. I'd like to see them do a little bit more for themselves. All right. Uh, we're out of time. Bon Gina's up next. We'll be back in 30. Good morning, Thursday morning. Terry Solomanda Smith hanging out with you. And uh, you have some more on that homeless that we were just talking about on our last break? That yeah, was... let me pull it up really quick, actually. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to throw you a curve. But You're I'll okay. Just... So Sam is Church at the Park's chief development officer, and he said that between the 212 beds at the family and adult site, the cost per bed per month averages... $1,850, which is a $250 increase from last year. Um, uh, Sam said additional medical benefits for employees, annual costs and living increases, and overall inflammation, especially with food expenses, have contributed to these increased uh, amounts. Um, that's outrageous. So for that, that's almost $2,000 a month. For one bed and who, at those shelters. And where does shelters. that money go? Who's, who's getting that money? The shelter itself? Yeah, so it says Church of, Church of the Park operates uh, its three programs under yearly contracts with the city of Salem. The city allocates $2.1 million in state sheltering funds to operate Village of Hope from June 2023 through the end of June 2024. During that same time period, the city allocated $2.6 million to the family micro-shelter site. And another two thousand, or sorry, two hundred and sixty thousand for Church on the Park Safe Pro Safe Park Program, which funds places people. It funds where they can place people living in their vehicles to stay overnight. 
So if we have all so of So wait, these we're giving shelters, over a quarter of a million yeah, dollars yeah. to give parking spots for homeless people to stay in? Uh, yeah, I... All this money that, that, that is being given to these shelters, why are there still homeless people all over the street? Yesterday, right. yesterday Patty and I drove by downtown, and there was a particular corner, I don't remember what it was, but it was such a cluttered mess of garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Everywhere. And then you want me to give up f- over $500 a year for somebody to have over two th- for $2,000 expense for their one bed? Go get your own place. You're, you can go yeah. get your own apartment and furnish it and everything for those prices. No kidding. It's wow. absolutely asinine. Well, Gino is up next. Amanda Ooh. needs to go outside and get some fresh air and cool off. I'm irritated. Thursday morning, Terry Saul, Amanda Smith. Good morning. It's great to have you with us. The Dan Bongino Show is heard each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on KSLM. Amanda, on this particular date, 75,000, 75,000 people attended the funeral services for Elvis at Graceland in Memphis. Oh, wow. 75,000. That's a lot. That's you think. Um, inside Graceland, there was another 150 mourners outside 75,000 people. And what was interesting is Elvis was buried in a cemetery for a week. Within a week, they had to get in and dig up his grave and move it to Graceland because people were trying to steal his grave. Yeah. And so they moved it to Graceland and they've got a, a whole tomb right there of him and his family there. However, Elvis is, Graceland is on Elvis Presley Boulevard. Okay. Okay. You cannot see a sign that says Elvis Presley Boulevard unless you look straight up. They've got the signs about 70 feet in the air because people were stealing really? the signs that said Elvis Presley Boulevard. You want a sign? Good there luck. Go. Good luck looking for it. Good luck. I got kicked out of Elvis uh, Graceland. Did you? Yeah, they thought I was a terrorist. You know, you get kicked out of a lot of places. You know, I, I do. I don't understand why. Go figure. <laughs> um, let's see. What else You're we got here? a little troublemaker. Uh, apparently, I feel like it. Um, Roger, Robert Redford turned 87 this week. 87 years old. Do you know who Robert Redford is? I don't. Uh, he was in some movies. Most stressed out states in America? Oregon. Yeah. Place number 22. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh at that? We're not higher. I feel like we are highly stressed over here in this blue state. Nevada. Help Most stressed us. out state Lord is Nevada. Nevada, Texas, Georgia, California, Arizona, Florida, and then way down here at 22 is Oregon. Who's number one? Um, oh, Nevada. Nevada. Said, number 50, Vermont. Go to Vermont and live. Just relax a little. It's such a, a peaceful place. Okay. <laughs> Sit All there right. and sip What's a martini. What's in Vermont? Apparently nothing. <laughs> you know, nothing to stress over. Nothing to stress over. We're fired up over that. <laughs> uh, where, where were you born? Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah, that's number 24. Okay. That's below Oregon. All right. That's better than it's, Oregon then. Apparently. I was surprised because I would have thought California would be up there a little bit higher than number four. Uh, yeah, I agree. But that makes sense. Number four, you're in the top five. That's right. California. That's a rough yeah, one. It certainly is. All right. What else you got? You got anything? Um, I do not. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? I do. I, I do. I have something, but not for a short amount of time. As All right. We have. Then I'll, let me throw you some questions. Okay. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? KSLM Radio is number <laughs> one in Marion you know Polk Counties. We are the only FM station. No, I'm let just me, kidding. Let me tell you something, folks. This is an owner, okay? <laughs> All right? They're, they're not proud. They'll try to promote their station any chance they get. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we did win Best Willamette Valley all three years that they've had it. Again, this is an owner. All right. Uh, we are the best of the best. I mean, look, at we've got you and me. It doesn't get better than that. Well, it does, but we're not going to mention it. Well, we, lies. We're good. We we're are good. good. Gosh right. darn it. Gosh darn it. Dang nabbit. You know what? On that note, Dan Bongino is up next on KSLM Radio. <laughs> Go ahead. You can cut the cue now.